It's now Black History Month, and we're starting things off with an urban slasher by the name of Holla, Holla, it's murder, Holla, That's right, we watched Holler, a movie so bad, it murders your senses, it murders good cinema, and it murders a little piece of your soul. We watched it, so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Play that music. Holla, holla, it's murder. Holla, holla. Not that music. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to the next episode of Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I am your host, Marshall Hampton. With me today is always my best friend, co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Hello, and happy Mardi Gras to everyone out there. That's right. Uh, big old celebration going on over in St. Louis here right now. Yeah, and you know what? We're not doing it. We're here doing a past podcast on the movie Holla. Holla. Uh, before we jump into that movie, though, let's uh, clear up some business. Like we did start our March Madness horrible horror movie, March Madness, with uh, the worst of the worst of the horror movies we've done on the podcast. So we just wrapped up the first week of matchups with the uh, brackets. The first round of brackets are up. The winners announced are in our first round matchup of the Pumpkin Carver versus Bachelor Party and the Bungalow of the Damned. Moving on to round two is Pumpkin Carver. Kind of surprising, but not really. Um, but that was voted. So, Pumpkin Carver moving on. Next matchup, we had Uncle Sam versus The Stuff. Now, this one was, this and the next matchup were really, really close. This one came down to basically a one-vote victory. And mm. I think it came out of Aaron. Your vote was the one that moved really? on. Okay. Uh, so, moving on to round two is The Stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised by that. Yeah, I, I, I just thought the stuff uh, just got too freaking wacky. It just got wackier and wackier and wackier while Uncle Sam sucked. Yeah. It at least kind of stayed in the same realm. And the stuff just went so crazy. I'm like, oh, like I can't keep up. And the third matchup uh, from this week was 976 Evil versus Poultry Guys. This was another really close one. Um, but at the end, I was surprised by this. But moving on to round two is poultry guys huh. i thought 976 evil was way worse but i did not vote because i figured I'm, i will just vote in tiebreakers or whatnot i voted and i voted for 976 evil but poultry geist poultry uh, geist and moving on. on i mean don't get me wrong it's a bad movie too <laughs> and the final matchup we had this week was happy birthday to me and taking on the wickets which was episode number two and moving on shouldn't be a surprise listen is the wickets yeah. moving on to round two mm-hmm. So that takes up uh, next week's matchups will include After School Massacre versus Night of the Demons, the remake. Friday the 13th, Part 5, A New Beginning, taking on Blood Valley, Sea's Revenge. <laughs> the Houses That October Built take on Demonic. That one should be really close. And then rounding out next week's brackets are Return to Horror Hive going up against Graduation Day. So those are next week's matchups. You can 
They'll be posted daily. You can vote for them. So you guys can vote on Facebook. You can vote on our website. You Twitter, can, Twitter. Facebook. Yep. You know, There's lots of different ways to vote. Instagram as well, guys. Just let us know. So we'll keep tally of them and just see where it goes. All right. So with that said, moving on to Holla. Holla, Holla. This movie was released. I love that intro, by the way. That <laughs> intro is awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Um, this movie was released in December of 2006. Um, you can find it on Amazon and iTunes and also Vudu. If any of you guys out there use Vudu, uh, runtime of 86 minutes, so basically average. It was written by Camille C. Irons and H.M. Coakley, and also directed by H.M. Coakley, and produced by Rockstone Pictures, and later was picked up for DVD distribution by Lionsgate. Which is a surprise. I always surprised by that, too. Yeah, I mean, Lionsgate isn't huge, but it's definitely a name people know. It's still know. big now. Yeah. I mean, they're the ones that do like, and they're... A lot of horror movies, like the whole Saw franchise is Lionsgate. Right. Um, they have a decent amount of horror releases under their belt, uh, but I was just surprised they picked this picked, one. They yeah. got this picked up. So um, now, I, disclaimer here, because this is a urban slasher, uh, it features an all-black cast except for like one token white guy. Um, I will replace the N-word when speaking with about what this said with the Spanish word for black and negros. Okay. So negros will be in place of the N word because I, even though I'm just would be re- basically repeating a quote, I'm I'm still not gonna, <laughs> I'm not even gonna risk getting the backlash of that. Marshall, I love you. So I'm trying to be so PC, you can't say the word nigger. Oh. Oh, I. Ugh, fine, whatever. I'm. Whatever. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um. So anyway, the cast nothing special at all. I mean, there's barely. Anybody worth? There's only one or two people even worth mentioning that had anything. Uh, yeah, I didn't recognize any of them. Uh, the girl who plays the lead, Monica Shelley Boone. She has like 43 credits, but <laughs> the favorite na- t- title of her a movie she did on the grade was "Sister Did What." Sister Did What? <laughs> what? I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Um, other than that, the only thing notes uh, Charles Porter who plays Dwayne. He played five years of college football at Duke. Yeah, that's his only real big thing. Um, the Robin Manning was Frida. She was a Amer- contestant on America's Next Top Model in 2003. Really? Yep. Um, the guy, KD, who was in it for a short time, he was in Taking Care of Business with Jim Belushi. <laughs> that movie back in like uh, early 90s. Yeah, like man. 90s. And Don't Be a Man, it's the South Central while drinking your gin and juice in the hood. Um. And then other than that, the only thing that's really, I think the only two things that are worth noticing are that the news reporter, who's like a brief cameo played by Richard, uh, yeah. Richard Skidmore, I looked at, he has 46 credits to his name. Of those 46, 12 of them, he plays a news anchor or a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> and another 10 of them, he plays a cop or detective or some kind of security guard or something like that. This guy is <laughs> prime for those roles. Boring white guy. What can we do? Yeah. Oh, you're going to be a cop Spe- or a news reporter. Speaking of white guys, the only other white guy in the movie is, uh, what is this? Played by Michael Burgeon. And he was a big hit on apparently Baywatch years and years ago. He played JD on Baywatch and in two Baywatch movies. Huh. <laughs> so that's really the. he. You know what? He kind of looks like John Hamm's cousin in a way. He kind of has a John Hamm-iness to him. Um. Then the biggest name that came out of this is probably Kelly Hawk. Uh, she plays Caprice, and to me, she's, in my opinion, she's the most successful person on this cast. She has 41 credits. She's done big movies like Couples Retreat, Couples Retreat, Get Him to the Greek, Bridesmaids, 
And to me, she was most noticeably from her, her stint on the show hit show New Girl with Zoe Deschanel, where she played Shelby, Winston's girlfriend. I didn't recognize her at all. And people recognize her from the upcoming Marlon Wayne spoof movie, Fifty Shades of Black, where she plays the lead, uh, Hannah. Huh. So. So she had kind of a bit part here, but has been taken off since. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Jumping into the movie. The movie opens with the urban dictionary definition of holla, <laughs> which states, one, a term used to, to try and talk to or try and hook up with a female. An affirmation to a question requiring a yes or no, usually in the positive. And three, to yell or cry out as to attract attention or in pain. Boom. Boom, boom. Ah! <laughs> and we fade in on a person in black creeping around a house at night. And inside, this couple is drinking wine. They're sharing a nice romantic moment. They start making out, and the woman leads the man upstairs to the bedroom. Uh, we see the stalker enter the house through a window. Uh, the girl says, like, hey, sends the guy off mind, for a condo. Mind basically. you, this is a beautiful home. Huge, beautiful L.A. kind of home. So they're getting freaky. They go up to the bedroom, and they're making out. And this was probably the part where I'm like, well, okay, that's not believable at all. <laughs> is, you know, he's like, yeah, baby. They're in their underwear. They're bumping and grinding, kind of getting ready. He's like, yeah, you ready? She's like, uh, hold on. There's something wrong. And he looks down. He's like. Oh, I'll be careful. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, you will. Because <laughs> guess what? You're not going to, if you're a fucking adult, I'm sorry. You're not going to stop sex and go get a condom. You're just not. I'm sorry. I understand they're trying to give you a good little PCA. Use a rubber, guys. But Jesus Christ. I don't think it was that. I think it was just an excuse to get him out of the house, get him out of the scene for what, does, what, you know, what comes. Well, um, yeah, but I mean, you know. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, the girl's like, nope, you got to go get a condom. So he leaves the house you in search of a condom. Wouldn't happen. Uh, <laughs> the girl turns on the TV, and it happens to be showing the original Night of the Living Dead in black and white. Which is public domain. Yeah. And um, she starts hearing noises come from downstairs, and we find out it's just the, it's the killer going through kitchen drawers looking for just yeah, the right murder. The knife. sloppiest fucking killer ever. I mean,. The killer's going through the drawer like, crash, 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 you know, just <laughs> making all kinds of noise. And I'm really glad that the, the lady upstairs goes, she's just like, uh, who's down there? Uh, who's What's going on? Mutes the TV, can hear it. And it's, it's funny that they pick up a small knife. Nope, that's not good enough. Throws it down. Up oh, here's a butcher knife. Nope, not good enough. Throws it down. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the uh, you know, Goldilocks and Three Bears syndrome. It, yeah. It's like, just, gotta, just right. Gotta find the one that's just, just ooh, just this right. meat cleaver. Just right. <laughs> So she comes downstairs thinking that it's her man, Dwayne, and she wanders around in the dark looking for Dwayne. And I'm like, why the hell does she just turn on the fucking lights? Just turn on the lights. And because this might have saved her life. Because instead, she turns around and gets stabbed by the killer wearing the goofiest, probably most racist mask I've ever seen. Yeah. This is even worse than the clown Nixon mask from New Year's Evil. The mask is a fat black guy with a huge nose and giant fucking lips and big teeth. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if this was supposed to be like a fat Albert mask or not, but since this is an urban horror movie it made, made by and featuring a nearly all-black cast, I was really stunned to see the use of such kind of a racist mask. <laughs> and, I mean, it's so... And it's not scary. It's just goofy looking. It looks ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I kind of thought it was pretty funny. I was like, now oh, that's the that's the mo- probably the most. <laughs> Jason's got the hockey mask. 
Michael Myers has got his signature mask, and now we have the goofiest, stupidest mask I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Unique choice, killer. Yeah. Unique, <laughs> Unique choice. choice. <laughs> You're going against the grain. So she does manage to get fight off the killer after getting what appears like we see her stabbed. Um, and oh, she, yeah. Which, the, the stabbing. So she gets stabbed. She goes, ah! And then kicks off the killer and runs away. She's in her bra and panties. Yep. All right. Yeah, go on. And she's running away, and she's holding her stomach. So I'm guessing that's where she got stabbed. Yeah. She moves her hands to close the door, and there's what? nothing. There's I know. no stab That's room, exactly no what I was blood. about to say. There's nothing there. Nope. Nothing. Yeah. There, and, yeah. Did she get scratched? Yeah. We don't even know. <laughs> I mean, it's just a tiny little scratch. She's holding her stomach like, oh. So you think there's a wound? Nothing. Nothing. That's exactly what I was going to bring up. You covered it perfectly, so I'll move on. Um, she she is able to hit the killer over the head with some kind of blunt object. It's not, a weight. It, was it's, it like, a weight? It's, like, it's like a dumbbell. It's like a shitty plastic-filled dumbbell with, like, sand. Okay, I didn't even know what it was. I thought it was, like, a log or something. The and, killer comes around the corner, and she goes, whoop And again, it's a shitty effect. She stops, like, a good inch short of hitting the, <laughs> the killer. But the killer sells it, like, a million bucks. Like, oh! Falls over. So the killer... Uh, is se- like seems to be unconscious. She reaches down, pulls off the mask, and upon seeing the face of the killer, she screams, bam, cut to the title card. Holla. And then a blurry fade-in on Monica in the office of Greg, her agent, trying to get her... And Monica was the girl who was in this... this I beginning. didn't realize that till like, way later. Really? Yeah. I, I recognized it right away. Because for some reason, I don't know if the hair was different or she just looked different. It, I didn't pick up on until later. So, yeah, it was, so it was Monica in the opening scene. Okay. So it was her fighting off the killer. Yeah. And she, Greg is trying to get Monica to sign a contract extension for her, for her hit urban TV sitcom called Baby Girl. But Monica thinks that she's an artist and all that. She's like, she wants to branch out another road. She's like, I'm not re-signing this contract. I'm done. I'm leaving the show. And... Greg is pissed. Greg's pissed. Well, he's he's upset. He's definitely like, come on. He's like, no one ever thought you're the number. It's the number one urban show. No one thought it would go past two seasons. We're signing up for season four and five. Big, big, huge contract. Yeah. Lots of money involved. And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to go do movies. Or yeah, something. I yeah, want to go do artsy stuff. Yeah, yeah. She, she wanted to branch out as an artist. And okay, I can respect that in certain ways. But at the same time, baby girl, get that money. <laughs> Um, but this brought me. This made me think. Like this question dawned in my head during the scene. I was like, "Why is she sleeping in her agent's office?" And I'm like, "That's just fucking rude to fall asleep during a meeting." Yeah, she just dozed off, especially when the meeting's about you and your financial future, and he just offering you boatloads of money. Not to mention that you're the only person in this meeting. It's not like you're a big conversation when you're just you know in the background. Falling. He's talking directly to you about signed to a huge yeah. million and she's like, sorry, no, I was like, that's okay, don't worry about it. What? <laughs> I was like, what is going It's just fucking it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just rude. It is. So Monica tells him that she's going camping this weekend with her friends, but and she'll call him when she gets back to straighten out all the details and just leaves. Hold the phone. Oh, holding the phone. Camping is probably the least black thing in the world. It probably is. Okay. Maybe swimming and ice skating. All right. I mean, I work with a lot of black people in the hospitals. Never, ever ever once have I ever heard anybody say, any black person say, yeah, I'm going camping this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Which they kind of, they actually do touch on that. A they do. They, they, they do. touch on yeah. later in the movie, but I agree with you. Um, so Greg calls in his assistant, Emma, and tells her that he's going to go camping this weekend, and but he doesn't know where yet. And it fades in on a mental hospital where a doctor walks in and finds the body of a nurse that has been killed 
by being stabbed in a temple with a syringe and stripped down to a bra and panties. Next to the body is the inmate is the inmate's robes with that has the inmate number patient number patient number same thing scrawled on or sewn onto it. Which what if I was an inmate and I'm going to kill someone in order to take their clothes so I can escape? I would not leave my robes or scrubs or wherever they are next to with my personal ID number on them next to the body I just fucking murdered. So this would be an obvious big time alert. So the doctor goes running down the hall, obviously to probably inform the police or look around for a psycho person who just killed a nurse and we have their identification like, oh, we know it's this person. Yeah, exactly who it is. This that just left. Be on the lookout, you know, and ugh. No, nothing happens. It, yeah, I forgot all about it. Yeah. I forgot about it until later like, on. Until the, the very movie. end. Yeah. Uh, so now we cut to Troy. Because nothing happens in that fucking scene. Nothing happens. It's pointless. It really is kind of a pointless scene. Don't even need to show it. Um, we cut to Troy, who is played by a guy named Young Sir. That's his, he's crazy, which is a weird ass name. Um, it's a black thing. You wouldn't understand. I guess, yeah. I wouldn't, <laughs> so he's on the sidewalk trying to hawk bootleg DVDs, and he's telling people he's, he's got Barbershop 5. Yeah. That's his big get Barbershop 5. <laughs> And he does manage to sell a copy for like five bucks to a guy, but ends up giving him three DVDs. I'm like, that's just bad business. And no wonder this guy's always broke. Like, yeah. you say five bucks for a movie and then hand him three. You just he's, gave away. He's a pretty bad business. Yeah, this is, it's awful. Yeah. Um, so KD, pull, KD pulls up next to Troy in his sweet Mercedes convertible with some white girl in it. And KD and Tor- Troy talk a while, but the audio gets. Really shitty here. Like, yeah, because it it's, it's out. It's outdoors. Yeah, and it's like they didn't have a boom mic. Yeah, or you know, they didn't have any mics. It seems it like. seemed like they didn't have a boom mic over the you know over the guys talking. It was just really difficult to understand what was going on. Yeah. So basically, what happens is Troy ends up hopping in the back seat of the Mercedes, and they drive so off. So this is what I got out of it was you know Troy is on. The, he just got out of jail. Troy just got out of jail, and he's trying to play it straight. He's not going to run with the same old crowd because he right. even said. They got a nigga scared up in here, you know, and then he's just he's just, he's just like, oh come on, man, you can you know run with me. Let's get back in the game. And he goes, no, nah, man, I'm gonna be straight. He goes, fine, you can be straight. That's fine. Just you and you, you just be broke, you know. And he goes, okay, and he jumps back in the car with him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much exactly what yeah. happens. Um, now we cut to the, to a house in the burbs, like in the suburbs there, and Monica and her friends are loading up an SUV, getting ready to leave on the camping trip. Now. I, this is the guy where you're talking about the beginning of the movie where it's, if it's supposed to be Monica, like nice big house at the beginning, and the house you're coming out of, you could, I mean, obviously, two, there's no way it's yeah, the same house. There's no way. Yeah. No way. So one of the girls is complaining about going camping. I found out later this is Frida. Her name's Frida. And she's complaining about going camping and being in the woods and that black people don't camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another up, girl Frida. comes up and says that, um, uh, some black people yeah, do. So some, uh, I think it's, it's, it's might be Stacy. I think her name's Stacy. Yeah, Stacy or yeah. Caprice. One of them. It's got to be Stacy. Because I'm says, well, some people, black people do enjoy camping, and it's Negroes that don't. <laughs> and you need to decide which one you are. And she's like, and then Mog's like, damn girl, you. Yeah, that's a really <laughs> fucked up thing to say. You yeah, know? I mean, that's really rude. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. So we learned that right off the bat, there's cattiness. The cattiness, right? Off the bat. And we learned that Monica has been dating her boyfriend Dwayne for two years now, and they've never had sex. Two years. Years. So apparently, if that was Monica and Dwayne at the beginning, then even that, the night they're about to have sex, nothing since then. He should have fucking not gone up a rubber. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Two years. Two years. That's the most unbelievable thing about this movie. Yeah, that is pretty That's, that's the most unbelievable thing. Yeah. For two years, he's been dating this girl. And he's just like, oh, well, you know, she's had some real hard times with her mom. And yeah, she met, her, she, he and, mentions that and he, shit went down with his sister years and, ago. And then there was some shit that went down with his sister. And they just kind of gloss over it. Yep. And he says, so he hasn't had sex with her for two years. Yeah, and this is where I figure if Monica was the girl from the beginning, I'm like, when did this happen? Like, right. when did this opening? Because now I'm like, okay, I'm confused at this point. I'm like, if that was the opening, what's going on here? Because it's... Like, if she gets stabbed, like, why... She, yeah, the continuity on this is really... They never mentioned that she, she was stabbed, apparently, and nearly killed. So you so. don't know if that happened before or after or what. You have no yeah. idea. Yeah, exactly. That's why I thought yeah. it was a completely different person at the beginning. Yeah. I was like... Um, so after the group pulls out and drives off, we see someone wearing black gloves break into the house and finds a brochure for Camp Diamond Creek on a desk. And I'm like, really? Camp Diamond Creek? That's something I expect to see in, like, the shitty Marlon Wayne's scary movie spoof. <laughs> I mean, that's just a blatant ripoff. Crystal of, Lake. Crystal yeah. Lake. I mean, you can't try Diamond little, Creek. Diamond Creek. <laughs> I'm like, ugh, what? Come on, try a little harder. And we fade to black and jump to Frosty the Pimp and his newest hoe walking down the sidewalk. And the pimp's telling the hoe the rules. And rule number one <laughs> is that the pimp always comes first. Work that, John. And... Troy comes running out from somewhere, bumps into Frosty, leaving bloody handprints on his shirt. Huge bloody handprints. He bumps in and goes, he's just like, damn, man, watch where you're going. And then he goes, ah, oh, Frosty, look what he did to your shirt. <laughs> he looks down, and there's two perfect handprints, like, right on his tits. Yeah, it's like the guy just grabbed his tits. <laughs> and he just goes, what? what? God damn it. <laughs> and Troy takes off running down the street. Chases him down. Chases and- him away. Frosty takes like five steps to chase him. He's like, fuck it, I give up. <laughs> hey, I'd do the same thing. I'd be like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then Troy starts making his way down this hill and ends up next to a highway. Yeah, he's he's, he's falling down the hill, I trying to hold his pants up. And I know this is going to sound racist. I just not mean, but he looks like a fucking monkey going down that hill. And it's not, kinda, this is not a color thing. It's just the way he's hunched over, his arms are out of his side, his knees are bent. He's like, and he's just like, he looks, anybody doing that motion would look like, I mean, he looks like a monkey going you down You would look hill. like a monkey. I would look yeah, like a monkey yeah. going down the, the way he goes down this hill. Mm-hmm. And so the main group in the SUV is driving down the same highway, and Monica mentions that she thinks. So, this- uh, uh, Troy, come on, dude. You're, you've got the most, like, ghetto kind of urban look. You got your hat on backwards, cocked to the side. Your pants are falling down, oversized shirt, backpack, and you're hitchhiking. Yeah. In a good part of town. Yeah, we're supposed to be the uh, coming out of the burbs, yeah. And no one's going to ever fucking pick you up, brother. Yeah, I'm he, sorry. He gets, he gets frustrated that, he, that no one's talking. He's like, ugh. He's like, really, dude? Really, man? <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way. Exactly. <laughs> Which also stops to mention, because he basically, they make it look like he runs out of the house with the blood handprints on, on the pit. Yeah, and then the blood's and then gone. Run, and, yeah, and next thing, he's, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. It's just magically the blood's disappeared. And... So anyway, Monica's in a car, and she mentions that she thinks this car has been following them for the last hour behind them. And again, the sound quality drops here when they're in the car talking, and you can barely hear what's being said inside the SUV. So I just kind of skip over because you can't hear them. And That's basically it. They yeah. just think someone's following them. And then the group spots Troy on the side of the road, and they do end up picking him up because it turns out Troy is Dwayne's cousin. Yeah, they see him, and it's like, oh, look, it's Troy. Like, they would, like they're driving like 50 miles an hour. Yeah, there's and, no and, way. They're and, and that's the slowest they're going, I'm yeah. sure. And they go, oh, look, they just see a dude on the side. Like, they check. It's like, oh, look. With it's a backwards your... head from the back, they just yeah. know it's Troy. Oh, it's your cousin Troy. <laughs> Why don't we pick him up? 
What? Yeah, I was like, how do you fucking know that's him? But but Dwayne doesn't. He's not having it. He doesn't trust Troy. No, he does not want Troy. See, he he's picking up Troy, and he he like Troy comes up. He's like, "Hey, oh, what's up?" And then he's like, "Hold on." He rolls up the, the window, window on him. Like a little and, uh, sidebar. <laughs> he's like, "Look, Troy's trouble. I don't like Troy. Let's just fucking leave him." And then Monica's saying, "Yeah, no, he's your cousin. We need to pick. You know, be nice. He's your cousin. You know." Yeah. And everyone else Monica. in the car is like, "Yeah, dude, he's." He's your cousin. And he's like, God damn it. Yeah, it, it's a, it peer pressure lets him yeah, in. Peer pressures, and he, they let him in. And they even said, they go, we're going camping, and we're dropping you off. Yeah. Yeah, now he, he says that. Exactly. But. They never drop him off. No. Um, so once in the car, we finally start learning everyone's name because Capri starts introducing everyone. So we know there's Caprice. We have Stacy. Frida was the girl who didn't want to go camping mm-hmm. and has to find out she's black or negro. <laughs> and uh, there's Malik. Johnny, and then we already know Monica and Dwayne and Troy now. So that's our core group. So Troy asks for Troy starts hitting on Frida right off the bat. He's like, Frida, what's your number? Blah blah blah, baby girl, talk to me. And he's starting, and he's like, her response is, my number is one eight hundred Negro, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> oh god. And in the front seat, Monica and Dwayne are talking about what they're going to do over the weekend, and Dwayne. Dwayne suggests that they can always watch Baby Girl, and he whips out, like, DVDs of, like, season one and two of Baby Girl. And, of course, being that this is a black show, they have to misspell girl. They can't, it can't be G-I-R-L. It has to be G-U-R-L. Baby Girl. Baby Girl. And so, finally, night has fallen, and they eventually arrive because we know this as they pass the sign that has been nailed to a tree that reads Camp Diamond Creek. Now, this sign is a joke. It's faded. The words are barely readable, and it almost looks like it's made of cardboard. I didn't even notice it. I mean, if this is supposed to be a big campsite, there would be, like, exit here, big sure, sign, nicely sure. done. This looks like somebody, like a kid, or like you see on a garage sale. Like, garage sale here, Saturday, <laughs> is nailed to a fucking tree. Like the R's backwards. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's pathetic is what it is. So the girls are, like, driving down, and they're like, how creepy the woods look, and... Oh, it's really creepy around here. And I'm like... Yeah, they just kind of talk about how scary it is. But it's Everything. not. Yeah. It's not, they're not even driving down an old dirt road. Anymore. They're driving Still down paved. a paved road, and they're driving down a driveway that leads to somebody's house. Like a really, really nice, nice. cabin. And there's like... It's not even a cabin. It's, like it's a, a fucking house. house. Yeah. And there's like landscaping lights like that go down the stairs. It's, everything's all lit up. Very beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful home. It's not creepy or scary no. one bit. Oh, it's creepy here. <laughs> oh, no, it's just dark. No, no. <laughs> no, you're trying to sell us, and we're not buying it. Yeah, and so Dwayne's like, hey, let's hurry up, and it's about to rain. And this, I have a big problem with this next shot, because the next shot shows heavy rain clouds. But I'm like, wait a second. This shot was obviously shot during the day, because it's supposed to be nighttime, and they splice in footage of rain clouds during the day. I mean, come on. Nah. <laughs> like At that point, just don't even show it. Just play a sound effect of thunder. Thunder clap, yeah. And that's yeah. all you need. So... Another car pulls up to the cabin, and we see a white guy get out and puncture the tire yeah, so with this is, a flip knife. So they, they show the guy, this other car pulls up, like, literally, like, just moments yeah, after. Yeah, like, the, how they don't even notice the guy driving down the road behind them. Is, moments after the core group gets into the house. Yeah. And then they show a, the door open. They just show legs, and it's a guy wearing shorts, and you see white legs. And white you're like, legs okay, it's boots. a white guy. Yeah. He's, he's wearing, like, Timberlands. And he gets out, and he kneels down, and he pops his fucking tire. Okay, mystery. Yep. Mm, what's going on? 
And so Dwayne opens the front door to go get more stuff and from the SUV, and he finds Greg and a blonde girl yeah. <laughs> in the doorway. And Greg is standing with all the rain coming down, and uh, Dwayne opens the door, and he goes, oh, man, I can't believe this. He goes, well, I'll be a monkey's <laughs> uncle. It's Dwayne. <laughs> and it's, it's Greg, the, 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 the agent. Agent, thank you. Yeah, it's Greg the agent. And... Uh, <laughs> With, Greg, the, with the girl, with, with a blonde. some blonde girl, and he, uh, and he basically just lets themselves in as Dwayne heads off to go get more stuff from the car, and they're sitting around the table. And Greg tells Monica that he had a tire blowout, and which obviously isn't true because he just popped. You just his own saw tire, him pop his own tire, which is bad plan because if you say a blowout, you can. They mean he goes look. He's like, yeah, that wasn't a blowout. You just pop your own tire. tire yeah. <laughs> um, and we learned the blonde. The name of the blonde girl is Daffy. Um, like Daffy fucking duck and Daphne. Yeah. But they all call her Daffy. They call, yeah. He calls I think her, she's once said it's Daffy, but everybody just, the rest of the movie is Daffy the yeah. whole movie. So, uh, Monica tells Greg that he can't stay night, but he has, but he can leave in the morning. He has to leave in the morning. You can stay night, but you have to be out in the morning. And that's pretty much it. And they all go off the bed. So also, yeah, we have also find out that Troy is with them. Yeah, Troy's still with them, but he yeah. says you have, you're leaving with him in the morning. Yeah, so we we already talked about how when he first picked up Troy, they said we're dropping you off and then we're going camping. Well, they forgot to drop him off. Yeah, they brought him with them to go camping, at least you know to the campsite. So now we have you know the core group along with Greg, Daffy, <laughs> and <Daffy>. Troy. <laughs> Troy, and this place is big, but I don't think it's that big. No, it's well, God, here, okay, let's talk about it. The 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 cabin or not even the house the nice house they show when they're driving up to it is completely different than the house they show them going into. Right. It just, they obviously didn't have I guess the permission to film inside that they could like okay you can use for the exterior shots but the shot of them actually going inside the house and the house they use you can tell is not this house. It's right. a Totally different house. Yeah. Because I'll I'll talk about it later. There's a couple rooms in there that I'm like what the fuck. Oh exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so here the movie goes into like a Brady Bunch opening style thing, and the screen is split into four sections. And in each section, we see what is happening in different rooms. And in one is Malik and his girl, which I eventually learned he's dating Stacy. Yeah, they're they're cuddling up and getting so, ready for bed. So yeah, they're cu- they're kissing and doing their thing. And he's asking why he made her come since no one of his friends likes her in the first place and blah 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 and then another scene we see greg and daffy getting it on in the bed way to go greg yeah and then caprice someone's getting laid somebody at least <laughs> and caprice and her man which i figured that she's with johnny they're cuddled up sleeping together all cutesy wootsy and frida is sleeping alone she's sleeping by herself because troy and troy's supposed to be on the couch they say that but you don't see it and then the again the sound sucks here because it's playing audio from each one of the scenes on top of each other, so it's just like a jumbled mesh. Right, it's just jumbled noise. Jumb, yeah. After a while, like it was a clever idea, but it just got it's just too much. Yeah. Uh, and then suddenly a scream is heard, and cut to everyone running and entering into Monica's room. Where now we here find- we are. A scream is heard, and everybody hears it. Yeah, everybody every hears single it. one. Greg, po- like mid coitus, yeah, stops. And says, that was a scream. We should go check it out. Every, yeah. So he's even people who are banging hear this scream. Exactly. Go run and find Monica with a brand new bling bling diamond ring. Oh, she got that paycheck, girl. <laughs> God, we're so white. Yeah. <laughs> so she got proposed to and, and accepted engagement from Dwayne. Dwayne. And 
And I say, then Troy ends up going down to the kitchen to get a bottle of champagne. Yeah, and they're like, let's celebrate. Everyone, now this is funny. Everyone crowds in because they hear the scream, and everyone's like in their underwear yep. and nightgowns, and they wear this shit through the whole fucking movie. Pretty much. They never yeah. change their goddamn clothes. No. One guy is, I felt bad for him. I forgot his name. John? Johnny? Johnny? He's in his fucking boxer shorts. Yeah. He's just standing around. He's in his boxer shorts for the rest of his time in this movie. Yep. Yeah. And where everyone else is like, you know, got like a wife beater on and shorts and whatever, or or the girls. The girls also are kind of like skimpy clothes too. Mike is wearing like a yellow, like silky nightgown, yeah, shirt, something like, like that. Shawl, and then, and yeah. Stacy's wearing like a black bra and like boy like shorts. Boy shorts, yeah. Frida's wearing like some kind of nightshirt too, but super low, super yeah, deep, low yeah, cut. Her titties are popping out all and the time. And Caprice is wearing like. Just a white tank up and pajama pants or something like that. Yeah, so, so everyone's, like, in their PJs and, like, really skimpy PJs in this whole movie. Which I get that sense. I mean, they were all in but bed. But they never changed. No, they never There's did. so much time in this movie to just get out. I would not feel safe running around with a killer after me in my goddamn boxer shorts. That's, I, yeah, <laughs> totally agree with that one. Um, so when after Troy leaves the room. The, he's going to get some bubbly. He's getting the bubbly. And the TV news report comes on, just coincidentally, at the right time. And the news anchor is reporting about a murder and to be on the lookout for KD, who we met earlier, who was the suspect of the murder of Tanya Wash, who was the white girl we saw him with. And basically, it says, it shows a sketch of KD, and then it shows a sketch of Troy that says that this man may be an accomplice in the murder. <laughs> I love the fact that the... They, the the picture of Troy is Troy, and they still have like the backwards hat on them and so, everything. <laughs> you know how they do police sketches? This was not a police sketch. No, this was like a photo of them, and then they'd put it into sketch mode, like one of those filters. Yeah, you can exactly. Use. And because they have the background, yeah. why the fuck would a police sketch make the background? It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It's, yeah, and, and it's like him looking all crazy eyed, like like head cocked to the side. He just looks fucking retarded. Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with it. It was bad. Uh, so this the group then starts arguing a bit about Troy and what to do, and then Dwayne's like, "I don't believe it. I, I'm gonna go get Troy. I'll figure this out." So down in the kitchen, Dwayne finds Troy. He's like, "Hey, is there anything you want to tell me? Anything I should know?" And Troy's like, "No, no." He's like, "You sure?" He's like, "Well, I got my salad toss once, but I didn't like it, dude. I didn't like it. <laughs> I got my sa- in prison. In- I got my salad toss in prison, but I didn't like it. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> So, and he, when asked if he knows KD, Troy denies knowing him here. He's like, no, I don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. So, after another short scene of the group in the bedroom talking, it cuts to a shot of a figure in all black taking a mask out of a display case and then switching off the power. Yeah, the uh, the the owner of the house apparently has a lot of African art. Yeah, so, it's like an art collector. Yeah. So, and, he takes this African mask and takes it and then cuts the power. Yeah. And the whole group runs downstairs yeah. like a bunch of bitches because the power went off. <laughs> this was so fucking retarded. It like, w- it was, I agree, it was the worst. I don't get it. They I, act like they've they act like they have never been in a power outage ever in their so lives. So they're all still in the room about to celebrate the anniversary, you know, the engagement. engagement of Monica and Dwayne. Power goes out, and they all go, Aah! and just like like. Someone showed up in the room with a chainsaw, yeah. and they all go running out, all of them. All, all of them just go taking off, and they leave Daphne behind, who's taking a piss. Yeah, who, yeah, she went to go take a bath and take a bath. It's the most ludicrous, insane thing. It doesn't make it, no sense whatsoever. Any sense. None. Any sense. 
And so Daffy comes out of the bathroom looking for everyone. She's like, where'd everybody go? And she's like, where is everyone? Hello, where's everybody? And this is another example of how the fuck do they not hear her calling out? Because it's not a big house. Right. Most of this house, or the film, takes place in like three rooms of this yeah. house. The and, bedroom, uh, the kitchen, and like the, the entryway. And like I commented earlier, when, when Monica screamed about her engagement, everybody heard it. Exactly. Yeah. But here she's like, hello, where is everybody? Hello. Nobody says, oh, hey, Daffy, we're down here. Right. Nothing. So she, Daffy falls over for some unknown reason. I have no idea why. It's like she's walking next to her. She's on the ground. It's dark. And when she gets <laughs> up, she's grabbed by the killer and thrown back down. And then she's stabbed to death. Yeah. So the killer lets her get up, throws back down, and then stabs her. Yeah. And so that's the end of Daffy. And, you know, Daffy screams. Now, downstairs... Yeah, and no one hears it. Here's, downstairs, the group hears Daffy screams, and they oh, talk yeah. about whether or not they should go back for her or not. And At this point, there's no indication whatsoever that there's a hint of danger. Right. The power went on the... Oh, my, oh my God. A killer's here. Who cut the power? No, it's like... That doesn't make any... No, there's God no reason it. to jump to that conclusion. <laughs> there's none. It could be, oh, the power went off. Let's go hit the fuse box on Or, oh, there's a rain, a right. thunderstorm outside. It shit happened. Oh. No, they hear Daphne scream. like, oh, my God, she's tilled. What do we do? <laughs> like, no, she could have just stubbed her fucking toe. You don't know. <laughs> so, anyway, Maga convinces them to go back and look for her. Yeah. Do you want her death on your conscience? Yeah. Is what she says. Exactly. And they go, okay. And upstairs, they find... Daffy's dead body on a couch, and who's next is written on blood in blood on the wall. And I'm like, holy shit, this killer works lightning fast. If he was able to get that written on the wall in a matter of moments between the scream and when they come up. To pick Daphne up off the floor, put Put her on the couch, couch. cut her up enough to get enough Enough blood blood. to write out the word who's next, and even use an apostrophe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At least he got the grammar right. And disappear <laughs> from sight all in the matter of seconds it takes for with, the group with, down with, with to no trace, up. no yeah. trace. Mind you, there's a lot of blood that would probably leave a trail, but nope. Yeah, they no trace. The wherewithal to clean up. Uh, so the group runs for the front door and out into the rain, and they all pile into the SUV, which of course won't start. And Greg, the token white guy, gets out to look under the hood. I do like this part because they're all looking at each other like, someone needs to go and check under the hood. And they're all looking, they all look at Greg and goes, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Greg gets out, looks under the hood, and he tells them, comes back and says, the alternator cables have been cut on both cars. Not just this one, but I guess his car too. Which wouldn't matter because suppo- he's got a flat tire anyway. So yeah, he can still roll. Yeah. Um, so they try using their cell phones, but now they don't have any cell phone reception, which that's a big key that that pissed me the fuck off yeah. later in this movie. You're in California. probably It's one of the most connected states in the country. It's not even the fact that they don't have reception. Cause like, okay, if they are supposed to be deep in the woods or where I can buy that, it's just stuff that happens later with cell phones that yeah. pisses me the fuck off. So they have no cell phone reception to call for health. And Dwayne says they can walk the 10 miles to the newest house or go back inside and wait it out for help to come and in the morning. Now, this is the funny part. But you why just, would help get home in the morning? You just saw a dead body. Who's next scrawled on there? Yeah. And it's raining. It's like, we just got to go 10 miles to the next house. And we'll be okay. And they're just like, fuck that. It's raining. Yep. <laughs> it's dark outside. Let's go back in the house. Yeah. What? Exactly. <laughs> so... 
that's what they do. And they then they start saying, hey, they because Troy's not with them, they think mm-hmm. Troy's the killer. Right. And Dwayne and, and you know, with with good reason, because they did show that, you know, they had the news. The yeah, newscast. at this point, I it's, yeah. it's believable, but sure. it gets way out of now, hand. This is also when uh Dwayne gets uh, This is, Dwayne yeah. pulls out a gun from the armrest of his yeah. SUV. He's like, if Troy gets in our face, I got something for him. Click click. Yeah. And he goes in. So they have a gun. They have a gun, which he does. He cocks it, and they go in. And Troy appears on the stairs as soon as they go back. He's like, hey, where's everybody? I was just looking for you. Yeah, Troy. And he's like, Troy's you just very, you all just saw OJ. He's very comic relief. He's like, uh, it's like a combination of like, it's kind of like Ludacris and Eddie Griffith put together. Oh, God. You know? Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's just like, hey, everybody, how's it going? Hey. Yeah, and he's like, you look like you saw OJ. And the group runs off screaming like bitches. And I don't understand this because there's eight of them. And they have a gun. Against, yes, and one of them has a fucking gun. Troy has nothing in and his hands. And he has his hands up, like, like, hey, everybody, like, saying hi. Hands up. Yeah. Palms facing them, nothing in them. Exactly. Going, hey, everybody, how's it going? Obviously, it's like, just doesn't realize what's going on. Exactly. There's, there's, there's no sense whatsoever that this guy so is. So, eight against one, and eight has a gun, and they run off screaming from the unarmed man like bitches. Yeah. And while they're running, while they're, they all split up and go hide in various rooms, Dwayne turns around and tries to get Giant's attention. He's like, hey, come here. No, they're all running for the same room. They're all running for the same room. They're all going down the hallway. I know they the end hallway. up in the same room, but they're they- all running down the hallway. And then Johnny, the only one, the one on the end who is wearing his boxer yeah. shorts, the very last one decides, I'm going to deviate from the group. I thought, see, to me, it looked like they all kind of split off. But because how they all in the same room. I watched this scene twice because okay. I was so pissed off by it all right well they, then i will i will concede they my all go filing filing down it's hard to see because it is very dark Yeah, the light in this movie is dark it's incredibly dark and you know, i'm not trying to be racist or saying but it's also black actors and actresses yeah. so it's just it's very difficult to see these people the one that sticks out is the white guy because he's yeah. white so and he was one of the last ones so that's how i remember because i see these figures it's like okay I, can't see, I see him i see him i see him i see him they all run they're all running the same direction Dwayne stops, looks back, like, come on, Johnny, let's keep going. But Johnny decides. Well, he's like whispering. He's like, Psst, Johnny, Johnny. Yeah. And Johnny, yeah, he decides to duck into a different side room. And right behind right Johnny. Fucking behind we're him. not talking an inch behind Johnny. Not even a foot. Yeah, less than a foot away is the killer in all black wearing the mask, holding a knife. Looks at Dwayne like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Yeah, and Dwayne <laughs> looks at jo- watches this whole thing, and he's like, and Dwayne, and he ducks and, back into the room. And Dwayne's the one with the gun. Uh, yes. You could just easily go, fuck that. I'm going to go save my friend. No, he doesn't. Fuck that. He doesn't even shout out, hey, Johnny, behind you. Yeah. He leaves him. He's like, boop. He ducks into the doorway, leaving Johnny to fucking get killed. (laughs) Right. He doesn't. I mean, I can understand being scared, but you're going to be like, Johnny, behind you. Johnny, behind you. He doesn't do anything. And this is nothing that pisses me off. Troy's wearing a big oversized, like, plaid shirt. Backwards hat, yeah. baggy pants, and the killer, they just, they're running away from I Troy. I know, exactly. And now the killer comes around, and he's got a completely different outfit on. That's exactly what I have right here. Because like he should, And now he should know that there's Troy's not the killer because there's no fucking way. He could have changed clothes and put on gloves and a mask in the three seconds that right. passed since he saw him oh, on the stairs. God. This is, what is happening? It's so retarded. So... The rest of the group are all in the same room. They're back in the bedroom, which, again, this room seems to, like, change floors of the house. Because they keep showing them the same room with, like, this, the murals on the wall. It's like this, like, 
a painted mural of, like foliage and like stone stat and, fountains and like, and, and like goddess it kind of got like like, like garden of eden type yeah, thing yeah like, like not Greek. goddesses but kind of you know like yeah. dionysus or something like, some, yeah. italian villa yeah. or something like right, that right 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 and so it's really the, weird originally that bedroom starts off on the second floor but when they run away from troy they all run in the back in that room they run in on the first on floor. the first floor because troy is standing on the stairs on the stairs blocking the stairs so now the it goes from the second floor to the first floor but it's the same room and Caprice is freaking about and trying to go after Johnny. And Dwayne tells her, like, uh, talks her out of it and tells everyone to get comfortable that they're just going to wait this out. They're just going to wait it out to the morning. And Sorry, Johnny. Yeah, like, fuck you, Johnny. It comes to John, uh, the killer standing over a dead Johnny who has been killed from having his throat slash, slash with the knife. Now, a half hour later... <laughs> Now has passed, and people are arguing about how much longer they have to wait. It's only been thirty fucking minutes. It's been thirty minutes. There's yeah. a killer. Yeah, and they're like, "How long we have to wait here?" Oh, and they're just, they're just bitching. Yeah, there is. That's the one thing I will say about this movie. There is so much bitching and cattiness, and oh god. Yeah. And so du- I would just leave. Yeah. I think I'd be like, "I'm out." I don't exactly. Care. And Dwayne then suddenly has a change of heart and says, like, you know what? I'm going after Johnny, and I'm going to go get a supply. After a half, half hour. hour. And you just watched him get tr- followed into a room by the killer. And even then, you're like, eh, I'm not saying anything. Yeah. And no one wants to go with him. <laughs> what a and, dick. But eventually, <laughs> I know. Eventually, Malik steps and says, fine, I'll go with you. You keep saying Malik. It's Malik. That Mal- Okay. M- Malik, thank you. Yeah. Um, two of them are about to leave when someone's cell phone goes off. Monica opens up the phone and sees a picture of dead Johnny followed by a text that reads, who's, who's next? next? I keep thinking of Goldberg. Yeah, I, I same thing. Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? <laughs> so we, we, got a, we, got a, we got an image. We got a selfie of Johnny with his throat slit. Who's next? So we already know Johnny's dead. Yep. Why not just stay in the room then and be like, fuck it. H- hold the gun at the door. Yeah. And just wait it out. Exactly. Why not do that? That seems like a pretty good idea. Exactly. Yeah. And so everyone starts flipping the fuck out. The girls are screaming, and a log, oh. I think, comes crashing through the window. Yeah. And the group runs out of the room where the killer is waiting for them now, with a chainsaw. How in the fuck can this happen? Again, this this killer is like the Flash. It would have to be, the, or get to the side of the house and throw the log in and then run back around to get inside behind the door to wait for them to come out with the Because they, they run out of that room instantaneously. Instantly. As soon as that log comes smashing through the window, the glass hasn't even settled, and they're running out the door. Exactly. It's And when they run out the door, there's a killer with a fucking chainsaw. Exactly. Where did they get the... Whatever. Maybe they got it from the garage. I'm not arguing whatever. the fact they had yeah. the chainsaw. They're out in the but woods. But stand there I'll with a the chainsaw. But the time between throwing the log and being right there... Impossible. And completely impossible. So Dwayne tries to shoot the killer, but his gun jams. So he tells everyone to haul ass, and they run upstairs. Now Caprice trips on the stairs as she as the rest of them just leave her behind and run into there's a lot the of same bedroom they just left, but is now back on the second, second floor. floor. And once inside, Stacy slams the door closed, and we hear Caprice banging on Bang. the door. Like, Caprice is banging on the door. Please let me in. Please let me in. And then Stacy's like, "We don't know who it is." Like, what? And, what? Yeah. What? And like we don't know. That could be the killer. And Monica's like, it's like open the door. Like I'm not opening this door. And then all of a sudden, you, Caprice stops. You don't hear Caprice yelling. Anymore. And the chainsaw stops. And yeah. 
and we get some exterior shots of the house and lightning crashes. And I have a big problem with this because someone should have told a digital effects guy how lightning works in nature. <laughs> Because two of the lightning strikes come from impossible angles and places. First of all, it's way too low, and it looks like it's coming out of a fucking tree instead of the sky. And I've come to conclusion that they just basically cut and paste a lightning strike over the the image on the sure. film. Because it's just it's like the bottom third of the screen. It it looks so shitty. That's the problem you have with this movie. Well, that's one <laughs> of my problems with this movie. It's just really it's. Really shitty. So anyway, we're now following Caprice as she wanders around the dark, dark house by herself. We see the killer walking behind her in lightning flashes. The screen goes black all of a sudden, and we hear the sound of the chainsaw being started, and then Caprice screams. And it just shoots back to the group in the upstairs bedroom, the magical bedroom. And Frida has her head to the door, and she's listening now. She's like trying to listen to the door. And then suddenly Dwayne decides to grow some balls again. And moves her out of the way, and he's about to open the door. But first, he has to cock his gun again. again. How many times is okay, there's two things? This. Two things in this movie that are are very prevalent is cocking of guns and the phrase "I'm a grown ass man." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he opens the door and finds that outside the door, the floor, the door. And the floor just covered in blood. Blood everywhere. I mean, it looks like a pig was slaughtered outside right, this Right, right, right. It's and, like on the ceilings. It's all over the place. And a trail of blood leading off down the hallway. Now, this blood trail makes no fucking sense to me, or any of the blood here for that matter. Who's that? Whose blood is it supposed to be? It's not Johnny's because he was killed in a different room. And we right. just saw Caprice get killed downstairs. And they're upstairs. So who the fuck... Blood is this supposed to be? I didn't even catch that. Yeah, so I it, thought it was because it looks but like somebody right. got killed up against the door. You're right, and dragged away where they would have heard all that screaming and yeah. yelling and chainsaws and bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, get your shit right, Holler. Come on, come on, Holler. And they cl- <laughs> they close the door again, and Monica accuses Stacy of killing Caprice by not opening the door. And Stacy says that if they had let Troy in, he would probably have killed them all because they still think Troy's the killer. And, and okay. And again, Troy is really skinny. He's a real skinny dude. He's a dude. toothpick. He's a really skinny dude. And then you have Dwayne, who played, we already covered that, he played football for Duke for five years. He's fucking huge. Yeah. Greg, the white guy, is a big dude, too. Yeah. Malik, he's a little shorter, but he's. You well, know, you can tell he's in good yeah, shape. Yeah, he's fit. Yeah. He's you in know, really so, good I mean, shape. you have like three solid dudes. Yes. Against, against Troy. Well, Troy might be a little tall, but man, he's just skinny as hell. Yeah. A so, stiff wind could blow him over, it looks like. Right, and, and Frida, or who he calls the thickness. The thickness. Is pretty thick. It's <laughs> fourth name thickness. Yeah, she's. Right. I mean, and, and again, it's just a, it's a simple numbers game, exactly. people. And at this end, they get another text with uh, the same who's next message. And this is what pisses me off. Because if, again, it pisses me off. Because if the cell phone even has power and reception to receive these text messages in the first place, why the hell aren't they fucking calling 911 to get help? Because earlier they said, we have no cell phone reception, but you obviously have enough reception to get re- and receive these messages. So you so, should be able to send or call out. So this is this is my, okay, uh, this was in 2006. Yeah. And they're using the sidekick. That they even say, oh, my sidekick. Uh, you know, Dwayne has a sidekick. Yeah. I don't know about the rest of them. But it, yeah, they have like, those well, slide up slide it's, phones. It's, it's, they're sidekicks. So I... I'm not. I don't know for sure, 
Now, if you had no cell reception, does that mean that your internet doesn't work either? And the, it I would, may have been the, different. I mean, this, it may have been like, different. You know, all this I'm just now, trying I'm to like thinking, let that slide a little bit. To me, I, I, I didn't. I was like, if your f- cell phone doesn't work, you shouldn't be able to get text messages. Because my phone, if I don't have cell reception, I'm still not getting text messages on my phone until I get back in the reception area. Or uh, you know, so to me, it's just another big oversight. If anybody out there home. sold phones in 2006, <laughs> let us know. Um, so more arguing ensues anyway until Mal- Malik yeah, um, again a lot of bitching and arguing. A lot of oh it. my god. Um, he suggests that they become the hunters instead of the prey, and they go after Troy. Which isn't a bad fucking idea. No, and Dwayne gets behind this idea. And uh, Malik wants to use Frida as bait since Troy was hitting on her earlier. Yeah, he's like, and she's, she's like, like no is- fucking way are you getting me out of this room. And we cut to Frida and Dwayne in the kitchen, and Frida's holding a check for like 50 bucks. Okay, now I couldn't tell if this was $50 or $5,000. I I, it, I could run the gun. At first I thought it was 500 and I looked at it again and I was like, all you see is one five and then a one, at least one zero and, and then just like scribbles. a line across. So like, and like scribbles. It's like, this is five. Because if it's for 50 bucks, I'd be like, that's fuck yourself. Right I love the idea of having a briber, but I think she should have held for money because I'm like, 50 bucks is not very much to risk your yeah. life for. But if it's Because at first, it looked like enough. 50. And then I'm like, that can't be 50. That's stupid. That's stupid and then I'm like, low. 500. I'm like, that's nah, still stupid low. And I'm like, 5000 okay, but you couldn't tell. I didn't, so, see, I didn't go to 5000 I, I, I went, was born between fifty and 500 I went 5000 All right. I went five Because you know what? I'd be like, all right, <laughs> sure. I'll be the – if you guys have got my back, okay. You know, 50 bucks, fuck you. 500 bucks, fuck you. 5000 yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so Malik comes in with a plate – of uncooked burgers from out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey guys, I found these three burgers. He's got three patties of beef. And I know. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> so they all go over the plan. Dwayne cocks his gun again, <laughs> which, by the way, is empty because they show a close up of the ejection port like the and chamber. there's no yeah. round in yeah. the chamber. Whatever. Yeah. And Dwayne gives. Free to the gun, and him and uh, Malik go off to hide. They're hiding. Which turns out to be behind the fucking island. So they're in the same fucking room. They're like five feet away from her, just squatting down behind the the kitchen island. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and she's cooking. She starts cooking the the, burgers. The burgers. To be perfectly honest, I didn't think this was a bad idea because, (laughs) really, it's it's raining outside. If you make a bunch of noise, but if if, if they can't hear it, they'll smell these burgers and be like, oh, some motherfucker's cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, so he goes back upstairs. Greg comes clean with Monica, and he tells her that this whole experience has made him realize what's really important. And he tells that he thinks of her more than just a client, that they're family, that he's her brother from another mother. And, and she's she like, what go, the fuck? Stop, stop it. Stop. stop it. Stop, white boy. And she's like, I'm still not coming back to the show. I'm not doing it. Greg pleads with her some more, saying that they need each other. And blah blah blah, and goes back to Frida cooking the burgers on the stove, waiting. So for respect to, show up. to Greg, man, he's still hustling. There's people dying left yeah. and right, and he's still trying to get that contract signed. He is. He's hustling. He is committed. Yeah. Um, now that's the kind of agent I would want. <laughs> <laughs> Death all around you, still trying. But he to... has got his eye on the prize. Yeah. He's still looking out for her, and well, and kind of his best interest. For sure. Uh, so we cut to Troy, who's rummaging through the house looking for things to steal. This is fucked up. He's just he's he's 
grabbing shit, putting it in a bag. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, great. He's stealing all this. I'm like, what an asshole. Yeah, exactly. You know? and he picks up some kind of metal thing, puts it in his breast pack, and he grabs I thought a it was, DVD player. I thought it was uh, like a cigarette case or, uh, or so a too, flask. May, yeah. I thought so, too, but it looked awfully thick for a cigarette case. Yeah, I, couldn't tell, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell because, again, flask. it's really dark. Yeah. So I couldn't, but it was a big hunk of metal. looked like a cigarette case Silvers, or a flask yeah. or something like that. And he put, slides it into his breast pocket. Yeah, and he grabs a DVD player and he... Puts and it in his bag. He's and stealing he smells everything. the burgers, and he's and like, oh, damn. This is funny <laughs> because the editing here is really bad. It just cuts. It's like hard cuts of yeah. different angles of his face. Yeah. He's going, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's just cut, 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 different angles. He's sniffing. And then he's like, oh, damn. Damn, start cooking the burgers. <laughs> and he goes to check I know it out. they're not going to eat without me. Yeah, you ain't eat without me. So <laughs> this is a funny thing about Troy. Everyone's screaming and running away from him. Yeah. He hasn't seen anyone for hour, for uh, who knows how long. Yeah. There's chainsaws. There's screaming. There's all this shit going on. <laughs> That's right, and he's just chainsaw. like, fuck it. I'm going to steal. I'm going to steal all this shit. But I didn't even think about that. Like, where is he when the chainsaw is revving loudly and Caprice is screaming? Troy is in this house somewhere just stealing shit. He doesn't, he's like, whatever. He gets zero fucks. Zero fucks. All he wants to do is steal shit. What a dick. So much for going clean. Yeah, no joke. That, was, that lasted, what, a whole 30 seconds? Yeah. So <laughs> it goes back to the kitchen where Dwayne and uh, Malik are hiding behind the kitchen island. And they're just doing really shitty jobs because they keep talking to Frida for one thing. And so they're not being quiet. And their heads are sticking up above the counter line. <laughs> so Troy, Troy finally, he walks in and he gets jumped, not by Dwayne and Mal- Malik, but by Frida <laughs> first who knocks him over. And she starts to run, but she turns around and come back. She gets the burger. I, I, I love it. She smacks him, hits him with the gun, and she goes, yeah, you don't mess with me. And walks her way, and then turns around, and she's like, take these. Take these. And she <laughs> takes the burgers, <laughs> the burgers. walks out. <laughs> While Dwayne and Malik start, like, take care of Troy and fades the black. And now we're back upstairs where everyone's sitting around. Monica's trying to comfort Dwayne about his cousin and all that. And he's like, fuck it. I got to go talk to him. He goes to talk to Troy downstairs, who's now tied up to a chair. And Troy says he didn't kill anybody and that KD was responsible for the, the girl in L.A. So, yeah, this is funny. He goes, he, they have him tied up, and they go, did you, did you lie to me, man? You're killing people. He's like, no, I didn't kill anybody. I didn't kill anybody. Okay, I lied to you about knowing KD. I yeah. lied to you know about that, so I'm sorry. Cause, and they find a gun on Troy. They, they search him. They find a gun on him. Okay, and then, and then they he go, says, they, he, he tells he tells him that KD killed the girl because basically she wanted to take a hit of his weed, which is the most re- overreaction. <laughs> like, dude, can I get a puff of that? Fuck you! Cap, cap in your ass! <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? Weed's supposed to make you mellow. <laughs> right, right. What are they smoking? Yeah, I think that's insane. I, I, I understand maybe somebody, she's like, oh, she was trying to steal my weed, steal my product. Or steal she my just, money or something. She yeah. just wanted to take a toke on the joint, and right. he shot her he over just, there. She just wanted to get fucking high. So, and KD's like, fuck you, bitch. Bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, KD. And he says that he wasn't after Frida in the kitchen. He just wanted a burger because he was hungry. That's why he came in there. So he comes clean about robbing the place. So, yeah, and this is another thing. He goes, he already said, all right, I lied to you about KD, but I didn't kill anybody. Okay, I lied to you. I was planning on robbing this place, but really, I'm a good guy. So right off the bat, he's already admitting to all these lies. Yeah. So it doesn't make me trust him at all. No. If, like, coming from the point of Dwayne, and they think he's the killer, that would just make me go, yeah, you're a piece of shit. 
I'm gonna leave you tied up. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what happens. Um, so this is funny. But he does say he saw Monica dragging Caprice down a hallway. That he caught her red hand, so he's saying that Monica killed Caprice, which is impossible because we've already seen Monica. Yeah, everywhere with the group. Exactly. So. Yeah, Dwayne doesn't believe him. He leaves him tied up, and he goes back upstairs. Which is hilarious because they they supposedly frisked him, yeah. patted him down. They find a gun on him, yeah. and then he just goes, shit. Raises his leg up with no problem, pulls a fucking like, pocket, knife. pocket knife out, and cuts himself yeah, free pulls out his sock. I'm like, if in he had, two seconds. Yeah, I'm like, first of all, if he had this all along, why didn't he just use it earlier and cut himself free immediately instead of sit there for God knows how long tied to a chair? I think he's supposed to be unconscious. I, I didn't even get that at all because you never yeah, see him unconscious. Yeah, you yeah. see him get t- you don't even see me. First time you see him in the chair, he's. But another thing is they, they they searched him. They found the gun, but they didn't find this big fucking pocket knife in his nope. sock. Jesus. So upstairs, Greg is singing "We Shall Overcome" <laughs> <laughs> and getting I, drunk on I, champagne. I kind of like that. That was funny. <laughs> they all tell him to shut up. He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> So Malik gets tired of waiting for Dwayne, and he grabs a katana off the wall. I'm like, wait, what? There's a katana on this wall this whole fucking time, and you're just now using it? What the fuck is wrong with these people? That was fucking weird. He's like, because he, he, he asked Frida for the gun. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm going to go look, you know, I'm going to go look for Dwayne. Can you give me the gun? And she goes, fuck you. And he's just like, fine, be that way. Oh, sweet, katana. Katana. Bam. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction <laughs> went for the katana right away. He's he's looking at different weapons, different things. And he's like, oh yeah, goes for the katana. There's one in the room, and you don't do anything about it till like halfway through the movie. Exactly. Shit. It's like, oh. So Malik leaves, and the camera cuts to him creeping around the dark house looking for Dwayne, and he finds a chair that Troy was tied up in, but Troy is gone. And when he turns around, he gets shot in the chest with a hand crossbow, and just. Kills him like Very right in the silent. heart. Yeah, right in. It was. It was well placed. It was a good shot. Yeah, <laughs> and excellent th- shot. Dwayne is then shown looking out a window, talking to the rain, saying, "Please give us a break." And like, really? I, it's just fucking rain. And these people are acting like it's a blizzard or a hurricane outside. Right, right, right. It's a thunderstorm, but it's not that fucking it's, bad. No, it's not. It, it, just leave the fucking house. Just walk. It's already established if you have, have umbrellas because we still Greg. Use one and just fucking leave the house as a group and walk away. Now there was okay way back when they first ran out for the car. When they first ran out to the car at the beginning of the movie, like when they first find uh, Daphne, yeah, blood written. They all run out of the car. All the black people run out, and Greg stops and he goes, "Hmm," grabs an umbrella and opens it, and then yeah. runs out. <laughs> exactly. Like, what's the? Why are, why are you singling him out? Like. Do only white people use umbrellas? <laughs> like, I don't. I, is this something in black culture? I just don't understand. I, I don't. Uh, am I missing something? I don't get it. Yeah, and so I don't understand. So anyway, then Rain Dwayne puts on a rain poncho. So again, we have umbrellas and ponchos all over the place now. Yet they don't leave the fucking house. And he puts it, and he heads out to one of the cars, and he finds the keys, and he, which the car starts right up, and. It goes back to Monica and Frida ha- having a heart-to-heart talk, and Frida tells Monica that she that she's a natural-born fighter. That 
Then she starts reciting more of Monica's backstory about how Monica lost her mom uh-huh. and the things that happened with things, her sister. Things that happened with the sister is what they say. And yeah. then Dwayne. And they, but they made it out of New Orleans. They made it out of the violence of New Orleans. Yeah. So they kind of, like, I'm guessing there's, like, a Katrina bit in there, too. Like, we made it out of New Orleans. So it's, like. Yeah, it's and, it's pretty glossed over. You don't really know. New Orleans is a tough fucking city, man. Yeah, they never say anything about Katrina. They just say New Orleans. They say New Orleans. So I'm thinking, if they made it out of New Orleans, they they said, that's that's what she said. We escaped the violence of New Orleans. Okay. My guess is that you're living in Fifth Ward kind of shit. You know, like hardcore, violent, bad urban area. You made it out. You made it to L.A. And this guy is scaring you? One dude? (laughs) You made it through the violence of New Orleans? And one skinny dude... Is freaking you out this much? There's a little disconnect. Yeah, I didn't, that's a good point. I didn't, that's I didn't really quite. I'm getting deep, man. So Dwayne bursts into the bedroom and tells him, "Hey, I found a way out." And but then he just immediately turns around and leaves again to go find Malik, which he does. Dwayne find tries to play. He finds Malik dead. He's like, and he tries to play sad here. The actor, he's like, yeah, trying to get this sad, is pretty shitty. But he just does not have the acting. Doesn't for have the range. It, and it just looks. Bad. He just walks in and goes, Malik? <laughs> it's really uh, bad. <laughs> it's, it's awful. I think I just did a better job. Yeah. <laughs> so upstairs, they get another text message that reads, four down, five to go, who's next? And Frieza says she's had enough of this, and she charges out of the bedroom, but not before cocking the gun again. again. I've lost count of how many times. And I'm just at this point, I'm like, stop cocking the fucking gun. Wouldn't they just be shooting bullets out of that chamber yes, every time they, they keep popping it? Yeah, bing. but nothing ever comes out. So back to Dwayne, who runs into Monica, and he tells her that he found a car that, that runs outside. And uh, so I want to say, let's stop and think about this for a moment. Okay. So if Dwayne knows that his car and Greg's car have been sabotaged, and that Troy rode with them. But suddenly there's a third car outside that runs perfectly. Common sense would dictate that this car belongs to the killer, which would mean that Troy is not the killer, yet Dwayne and everybody else still thinks he is the killer. Well, I thought the the Jeep that they found was the owner's, the person who lived there. It's not. Well, then... I thought that like how did then how did Dwayne find the keys? I thought he found the keys inside. He found the keys like in the like the sun visor of the car. Like he just flipped the visor down or in the arm, glove, uh, compartment, glove compartment right, or something that's like right, that. That's right. So just there's no common sense or logic in this movie. Yeah, that's it's poor, poor writing. Yeah. Okay, I must have missed that part. Yeah, because I, I I guess I just because it happens pretty fast. I must not have been paying good attention because I thought it was. Oh, this is the this belongs to the person who owns the house. That's what I thought. Yeah, but it's not. Okay, my bad, my bad. Because um, that I would obviously jump on that as well, but I I, I must have missed it. So I had a note here about Dwayne suddenly having a gun, but you explained that he got it off of Troy. So fuck yeah. that. Moving on. Um, Frida is in the kitchen getting herself a glass of milk because when no, it's I'm not hunted, milk. It's not milk. It's orange juice. Oh, it's orange it's juice. It's orange juice. Sorry. Black people love juice. But Because when I'm hunted by a psycho killer, I like to calmly and casually pour myself a crisp, cool glass of orange juice now. <laughs> instead of running out the fucking door. Right. Oh, the rain has stopped, by the way. Oh, and what would go good with that orange juice? Why, a sandwich, of course. Sure. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, she pulls out. And this is the thing. They keep showing her holding the gun. 
holding the gun with one like she's doing everything with one hand. Yeah, she's because she's got the gun and she's fucking gonna shoot whoever's gonna come at her, and that's understandable. Yeah, you know, sure you're hungry, you're thirsty, you you do that shit, but you got your one hand on the gun, one hand on your food or whatever. Exactly. And then all of a sudden they show her, and very plainly as they show her, they even close up on the gun, her putting the gun down. Yeah. So it kind of gives you a hint, like a little idea of. This is an important scene. She's putting the gun down. Everyone remember, she's putting the gun down. But then she finishes her meal and picks it right back up. Yeah. Why did you have to zero in on her putting the gun down? Like, th- I'm out of That's just this poor movie. choice. So, they did that twice. They did it like two or three times yeah, in this movie. They, uh, like, look, they're putting down the gun. Look, everybody, they're putting down the gun. And it doesn't fucking matter. Nope. Yeah. So Greg and Stacy are talking upstairs or somewhere when Stacy looks out the window and sees Dwayne get in the car and thinks that they're going to leave them behind. So it's like, they're going to fucking leave us. And we see Monica get in the car next to Dwayne in the passenger side. She pulls out a gun now. So that's three guns. And she shoots Dwayne in the head, killing him. Just bam, pops him in the head. He's dead. So inside, Greg and Stacy are walking around, and Greg asks her if she even knows what or where they're going and that they've been walking in circles. And again, I'm like, what? What? How big is this I'm like, this house? that's it. I'm done. Mm. These people are fucking retarded. Because how do you get lost in a medium-sized house? It's not the Minotaur's fucking labyrinth. It's just <laughs> a goddamn house. And like, we've been walking in circles. Like, mm. ah! So Monica runs into Stacy and Greg. And Stacy confronts Monica about how she just saw her. Monica get into the Jeep with Dwayne. And Monica's like, no, I was upstairs looking for Frida, who... Isn't upstairs. She's in the kitchen making fucking sandwich and yeah. drinking juice. <laughs> while the ter- while the two girls are arguing, Greg looks out the window and sees Dwayne dead in the car. Mm-hmm. And but we just heard them say several times. You've even said it yourself that they say they saw Monica get into a jeep. Yes. Yet this car they show is a crappy compact car, not a jeep. So it's either just shitty writing that they forgot to change or they couldn't get their hands on a Jeep and just like, <laughs> you know what? Oh, uh, shit. We didn't forget to change that line. Screw uh, it. Yeah. Just, we'll keep going just, on. just keep it. Yeah. I can understand if it's not like it, when they say Jeep, it could be like a Jeep Wrangler, like the Jeep Jeep or like a Jeep Cherokee, like the brand. Jeep. Right. Right. But it's neither one of those. It's a shitty like Ford, old, old Ford Fiesta or something. Like, it's a <laughs> shitty compact car. <laughs> And, we got a Chevy Aveo for this guy. Sorry. You know? and so I'm like, <laughs> just call it a Jeep. So, yeah, it's a hatchback. It's like a it hatchback. Is. It's, yeah, it's a complete hatch. So they're hatchback. calling it a jeep because this is a fucking hatchback. Yeah, yeah. So regardless, the three of them run outside, which by now it has stopped raining, and instead of continuing to flee, now that the awful, awful rain has stopped, yeah. they decide to go back into, into the, the house. house. Oh. This looked really awkward too because. Monica's running down the stairs to go check on Dwayne. You yeah. Know, Dwayne's dead. She's running down the stairs. She's screaming. She's upset. And this is the and, stairs of the nice house. That, and by the Greg way. is right behind her, like an inch behind. And his legs are, he's basically, because he's so close to her, he looks like a monkey running behind her. He's like, ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh. He's like, his legs are so far spread apart, chasing her down. And it's, he just, because he needs to grab her from yeah, behind. Yeah, he grabs her to stop her from to running stop out her, But he just, he's running behind her like, his legs are so far spread, so he kind of fits behind her. It yeah. just looked so it's, awkward. Yeah, it is. It's really poorly done. And so back inside, Stacy and Greg are trying to comfort Monica. and But she's like, fuck that. I, she's like, Frida! And she runs off to look for Frida, who I'm guessing is at this point enjoying a nice five-course meal in the kitchen. <laughs> 
right, so this is a theme that we need to touch on really quick. They settle down in a house, and they go, oh, wait, someone's missing. Let's all go look for him. Okay, well, that person's dead. Let's settle down for a minute. I'm going to leave for a while. You guys stay here. Okay. Hey, Hey, that person's been gone for a while. Let's go look look for him. Oh, Oh, they're they're dead. dead. Let's go back and hang out in the room again. No (laughs) one stays put. There's always one asshole (laughs) who just wanders off, and they're gone long enough to either, one, get killed, or two, have someone else go look for him and get killed. killed. Like, it just doesn't stop. Nope. There's nine of them. And, and this if fucking you happened. have to leave the safety of the room, go as a whole group. Right. Link arms. Go safety in numbers. Battle buddies. I right. mean, let's go. <laughs> so, cut to Frida. Anyway, the two of them then run off after Monica. They go to Frida in the kitchen. She hears a creaking noise, and she goes to investigate. The killer <laughs> leaps at her from behind, but Frida just flings the killer off and onto the ground. And she raises the gun, shoots the killer. Hearing the gunshots, Monica and Greg run off looking for Frida. While Stacy says, "Shouldn't they be running away from the gunshots?" And that's the first like logical, logical thing, thing anybody yeah. in this movie said. Good on you, Stacy. Uh, Stacy, I think it's kind of being like my, probably my favorite character. She's yeah, the only too. one who's like, yeah. "Why are we going?" Her and Greg like both. I'm like, "I'm not fucking going out there. Let's just stay here." Why are we going towards this? We should be running the other way. She's also easy on the eyes. Running she is, around, a little outfit. Stacy's yeah, a really she's hot. She's, yeah. she's a good looking girl. Uh, so. Frida removes the mask of the killer to reveal Caprice with a giant scar on her cheek that looks like it's been sewn up. And then Frida gets a hatchet in her back, killing while her. She's looking at, while she's looking at Caprice, yeah. she gets a single hatchet chop to the back. Mind you, a single... And, and it's, it's a small it's, hatchet. It's a hand axe. It's a hand axe, It's not yeah. a giant fire axe or big wood chop. It's, it's like a little hatchet. In the back. Yeah. Not the back of the head. Not the spinal like cord. Shoulders. Yeah. Like... She gets it in the back. Wouldn't and... kill. It would hurt like hell, but that yeah. wouldn't kill that, you. Because, you know what? She's the thickness. She is the thickness. That's not going to hurt her. <laughs> it's going to hurt, but she's, it's not going to kill her. But I'm so And boggled. she drops down dead, like, instantly. Instantly dead. I'm just boggled by the whole Caprice thing. And why? Even if she, we, since we didn't technically see her killed, I can like, okay, whatever. But I don't understand why the giant weird, like, Joker-looking scar on her cheek gets sewed up. So this is why this, this was my take. If she didn't, like, if they sewed her lips together so she couldn't, like, scream out for help, that would make a little more sense. But she obviously said, hey, it's me. Don't kill me. I'm here. Nothing. I don't get this at all. I don't get this at all either. Now, this is, this is I'm trying to make sense of nonsense. All right, lay, lay your take on me. Let's see so this is what I thought happened. And granted, when I watched this, I should have watched it back, but I was, like, I just said, Fuck it. I didn't want to waste any more time. What I got was what I could. It was, it, again, it's really dark. It's hard to see what's going on. And they were, the, the camera was very tight mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. So what it looked like to me was Caprice's body was tossed at Frida. Frida throws it down and then shoots it. And this, the, the cheek thing was the bullet graze. Uh, from from Frida's gun. I thought so too, but and then it, Caprice is already just a dead body that the killer was using to kind of distract Frida. That was my thought. That's really fucking elaborate. That means the killer had to be hauling around a dead, a limp dead body just to get in the right position to throw on somebody else. That is insanely elaborate and would be way too much effort. Is it too far of a stretch for this movie? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> That's what I thought. That's, That's what I thought. insane to think about that. That's what I oh thought. Oh, my God. So, oh, God, that just makes my <laughs> head want to 
Because oh, you're starting to think, like, maybe. I know. It makes my brain hurt. And, like, I'm mad at myself for even trying to even comprehend if that would be what would happen. Like, yeah. yeah. So, Manga comes rushing in to the kitchen and sees both Caprice and Frida down on the floor. Again, the cell phone goes off and the text reads, you're next, bitch. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you Aaron, or any of you listeners, but by this time, I would stop reading those texts. Yeah. If I heard it, I'd be like... I'm done. I, I, I'm not even going to answer this cell phone anymore. I'm just going to let it go. Um, so Greg, Greg, Greg grabs Frida's gun, and the three of them leave for the car. So all we have are three left. We have Greg, Stacey, Greg and, Monica. and Monica. And we see the, pillar, the killer pick up the mask again. As the other three are about to run out the front door, in comes Troy with the pocket knife asking where Dwayne is. Manga is yelling him that Dwayne's dead, that he killed him, but the, and you, you keep you killed everybody, but the killings can stop. They don't have to keep going, Troy. You can stop this. And Troy's like, no, I saw you kill Caprice. Right. And, he gra- and then he grabs Monica and like, holds the knife to her throat and tells Greg to drop the gun. Greg cocks the gun again. Yep. At this point, I'm screaming and throwing my hands up in the air over this because I, I can't handle this. If you were doing this a dream game, you'd be fucked up. You would be. And... Also, grown do, ass do man. A, do a shot of every time they take it, you know, mm-hmm. cock a gun. So Greg or Troy starts dragging Monica up up the stairs, but she like headbutts Troy, allowing her just enough time to get free. And then Greg shoots Troy in the chest. Yeah, and Troy comes <clears throat> falling down the stairs. Yeah, and Stacy runs outside and makes a run for the yeah, car. Yeah, Stacy's like, "Fuck this, I'm out," which she should have been doing a long time ago. And uh, Monica and Greg then follow suit. They, they did chase after. her. Stacy tries to get into the hatchback car. Jeep. The, <laughs> the hatchback Jeep. Jeep, hatchback yeah. Jeep. And she, it's so funny because she opens the door. Dwayne's body falls out. She goes, sorry, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. It's like, it's like she actually spilled a little bit of something on him. She's like throwing his body on the ground. Sorry, Dwayne. <laughs> and, but, now, uh, but now this car won't start all of a sudden because the wires have been cut. So we see someone wearing blue scrub pants in a rain poncho standing in front of the car. This person moves, opens the driver's side door and tries to get Stacy, who just goes out the passenger Screaming side and gets out the passenger side and runs side. into the woods. Monica and Greg go back into the house, leaving Stacy to fend for herself out in the woods. Man, there's a lot of abandonment. Dude, yeah, like, these people are, these, are these supposed to be friends. We're like, are, fuck them. Are these friends? How tight are these people? And uh, so in the woods, basically, Stacey gets killed by getting stabbed in the chest with a kitchen knife. It's really, there's not much to it. Anticlimactic. It is. It's, it's done. Um, inside, Greg still thinks the killer, uh, if, wait, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've lost my notes. I, I can't even find my notes. I think he's, he's talking about like how he thinks Troy's the killer. Like, how can he be? Because I shot him. How can he still be alive? I shot Troy. Yeah. And at this time... They don't realize that he's wearing a completely different outfit. Exactly. Yeah. And at this time, the woman, a woman in blue hospital scrubs enters, carrying the rain poncho and the mask. And she tells Monica that she's so stupid. Monica turns around, and upon seeing the woman, she starts crying and screaming. And the other woman says, is that any way to greet your big sister? No. Surprise or fucking prize? They're twins. They're twins. Yeah. So it's twin sister. So, um, Mon- which you had no inkling of whatsoever or any sort of inclination. No, 
Except for all the kinds of keep calls. Oh, that should happen with your sister. That that's, should happen that, with your sister. That's it. That's not to happen with your sister. They just like they mention it once, twice, and then I guess we find out that her twin sister went fucking ape shit. Yeah, I will get that when it comes up, which is certainly. Yeah. Greg gets excited about this because he's like, oh, can you imagine what this could do for sweeps week? And Greg like, hustling. Greg. Greg is uh, hustling. He's hustling. And then Monica, or the sister is the, sh- shoots Greg. So Greg's dead. And Greg goes, he gets shot in the heart. <laughs> in the and heart. He goes, this job, job is, is killing, killing me. me. Uh, and then as he lies dying, he's like, he tells Monica, sign the contract. Yeah. Don't let this show die like this. Yeah. And then, and she's, then Monica's like, of course. Greg, I'll, sign the, I'll con- sign the two Don't die, Greg. I'll sign <laughs> it if you don't die. <laughs> like, what? Man, you should have been doing this in the first place. And this is where I'm like, this went from. Trying to be a movie to like almost this is like almost Comical. spoof, spoof it's territory. Ridiculous. Now. Yeah. ridiculous. So the sister then tells Monica that she escaped from the hospital, <laughs> which, and then Monica does the usual pleading for life and asking why, why. And Monica states that even after giving her a job on her show, she still tried to kill, kill her. her. So now Monica's we g- the one that we. The, so- now we go back to the beginning. Yeah. The very beginning of the movie with the weird, uh, like, racist kind of black mask. Well, yeah, right here. Cause, that the uh, person was wearing. And when they took it off to it's reveal. Monica's sister. It's Monica's twin sister who yeah. was trying to kill Monica in the beginning of the movie. Exactly. And that she's the one that's who killed why the she nurse. Was, that's that why she was scene. in the mental institution. That's the person who escaped the mental institution, which we totally fucking forgot about. I totally forgot about I it. I didn't. I just. Because when they showed it, they're going to go, oh, yeah, they did have a mental institution scene. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that shit. No, I never forgot about it because I kept wondering, like, where is this tying in? Where is this going to tie in? Because right there, I'm like, I'm realizing as soon as they show that scene, also, you know, we know as yeah. an audience, Troy is not the killer. Yeah. You put, oh, yeah. Like, so there's no re- – it's really wasted. Like, they spend so much time trying to build up Troy as the killer, but it's obvious he's not to, to, to audience Joe. And that's like we, – we know it's not him. You show us the whole thing in the mental hospital – has nothing to do with Troy. Well, yeah, I mean, we knew Troy wasn't the. I, mean, I don't think that was something for the audience. I think that was like to help swerve, I guess, the characters. But at the but, point, you're in this time of a whodunit, yeah. And they, at yeah. the beginning, when like, Troy's not here, Troy's not here, like, oh, okay, it's Troy's not there. They're supposed, also, to, they're supposed to plant that seed of doubt, but if that's the case, then don't show the mental institution right. thing at all, right? But uh, anyway, so Monica asked how she even found her, like how. how and his sister says she took a few things from her house, and she holds up Dwayne's sidekick, the brochure for Camp Diamond Lake, and a set of car keys. So, and Manga says those are her keys. So, and that let me get this straight. So that the star of a massively successful TV sitcom is driving a beat-up, shitty compact car? And the calls that are coming to her saying, you're next, bitch. Four down, five left are coming from Dwayne's sidekick. sidekick. Wouldn't you get a notification saying Dwayne. from Dwayne? Yeah, it would. Like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, the, we're completely ignoring reality. Exactly. It's so it's just fucking shitty writing. Oh, so many things overlooked. Um, uh, because she says, "Yeah, I stole your car. I stole your car to get here." And uh, <laughs> so that means she's a big TV star driving a shitty ass. Ford Fiesta Compact or whatever it is. Oh, God. So the sister says that she killed Monica's friends because they're the only ones that can tell them apart and that there's only a room for one of them in Hollywood. So she's going to kill Monica and try to take over her spot so on her, the sitcom. Her big plan, her whole beef essentially is 
You got yours. I want mine. I want to be rich and famous. Why am I not rich and famous? So I'm going to start killing everybody. Yeah. And I'm going to take your place. I'm going to steal your identity. I'm going to kill everyone here and take over as you. Yeah. And so the sister goes to shoot Monica. But again, the gun doesn't fire. So that's two jams now. And this gives Monica time to knock her sister down and make a run for it. She, Monica runs into a room and tries to get out through a window, but ends up hiding behind her door and basically kicking the gun out of her sister's hand. But instead of picking up the gun, she just runs She throws away. it out the window. She grabs the gun and throws it out the window. I missed that. That's even stupider yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, You have it in your hand. Why throw it away? She threw it out the window. Why are you I was, doing I was this? Like, I was like, okay, you got the gun. And she threw it out the window. I was like, okay, is she going to go out the window? Uh, no, no. Nope. Okay. <laughs> she just threw the gun away. Whatever. So the <laughs> sister rips the hatchet out of Frida's bag. Which, by the way, is just resting on Frida's <laughs> bag. She doesn't pull it out. It's not like, ah, pull it no, out. No, it's like, picks she it right up. Lifts it right up. It's it just barely resting on in Frida's bag. And which makes me more mad that the thickness was killed, killed by, by that bag. one. Yeah. yeah. And she starts um, hacking through a pantry door. That Monica's hiding, but I don't remember ever seeing them show Monica run into the pantry. Or, yeah, exactly. Which is would apparently have been right next to the body of Frida, which means she ran right up to the killer and said, "Oh, let me turn into this pantry right next to you and hide and hide." And it was did you did you want did you think it was an homage to uh, Halloween? Friday, Halloween? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah I, it's same. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. She, so she's hiding behind like. You know, the pantry, and it's got the slat woodwork. And yeah. Just hacking it down. And Monica's like, why are you doing this? Why, so, why? And so I'm like, this is the best part, she though. just told you her whole plan? <laughs> why are you asking why? Because she just told you. <laughs> but she jumps up, and she's got bug spray or something. One shot of bug spray. I even know if it was bug spray. or just like, like canola. It's some it's little squeeze bottle of something. One shot of whatever miscellaneous spray Mister. fucks up Monica's evil sister so much that she drops the hatchet and is like, oh, my eyes. My eyes. Are you kidding me? Okay. And we sh- at this point, I sh- we should mention that Monica and the evil are played by the same actress. Yes. Which, so you never see them in the, f- the same shot, but it's always like, it's cutaways back and forth, back and forth, because they, they don't have the technology in this movie to like mirror something. They don't. They're never in the same shot together. Or if they are the same shot together. It's one of the, it's. It's very obviously edited. Or I get a bite. Or you get a back of somebody's head and then the face of the other. Um. So yeah, she, Monica's sister drops the axe, axe or whatever, the hatchet, and he's like rubbing her eyes, and Monica grabs the hatchet, knocks her sister down, mounts the sister, and is about to kill her when Troy comes in. With a gun pointed at Monica and tells her to drop the axe, bitch. And so now the sisters are playing the cliche, it's not me, it's her. Shoot her, don't shoot me. No, it's her. She's the one who killed everyone. Every twin, everything we've seen a thousand times before. But eventually the evil sister picks up the hatchet and is trying to lunge at Troy. Or something. And then Troy just shoots her in the chest. Like center mass, like a good shot. Yeah. You know. And Monica apologizes for accusing of being the killer. He said, Troy's like, that's okay. He's like, that's all right. That happens to guys like us. Yeah. Negroes like him always get blamed. <laughs> <laughs> and he then pulls out the metal box from his breast pocket that stopped the bull from killing him and says, so. who says crime doesn't pay? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> and Monica and Troy head out, head out, start hanging out to leave to get help. But they take the slowest walk through the house. Ever. They stop like, to look at every dead every body. Every dead body. Troy's like, damn. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Troy's like a Chris Tucker. Like, damn. 
damn, that bitch killed everybody. I'm out of here. So he tells Monica that she's on her own because he rose like Han solo. <laughs> I do like that line. Yeah. But that's a but dick move. he doesn't move. say Han. He's just like, I'm out. I rose solo. So. Oh, shit. Well, then never mind. No, I the like, Han part, I added I it. like your line, yeah. Marshall. Yeah, I yeah, roll like Han <laughs> solo. <laughs> I like that. Um, so Monica tells like, look for her. Like, tells, find convince him to say, he's like, I'm going to look for her car while she's going to go look for the keys or something. Uh they, blah, blah, they split up again. You look for the car, I look for the keys. Yeah, that's it. And like, hey, be careful. And he responds by saying, don't worry about me, as he holds up the gun and cocks it again. again. At this point, I'm, just, I'm out of words now. I'm out. And this has become a fucking joke. And honestly, I think they, if they would have truly done this gun cocking thing as a joke, an ongoing gag, I'd be cool with that. But I don't think they were... Doing that, they're just that stupid and kept cocking the gun over and over and over right. and over and over. So Troy goes outside and Monica goes upstairs and gets her bag out looking for her keys. And but we didn't we just have the scene where her sister tells her that she stole her car and was holding the car keys in her hand? Yes. But she goes upstairs like Whoa. looking looking all over for the keys, looking through bags, looking yeah. for shit. She finally changes her clothes. She does finally change clothes. And the next scene, yeah, Monica's now dressed. And I uh so she enters the room where her sister lays dead. And by the way, the scrubs that her sister are wearing have turned from blue to pink, pink. now. Um and her sister opens her eyes as Monica kneels down next to her. But she closes them before Monica can notice. Monica finds the car keys in a pocket, pocket. scrub pocket of one of the scrubs. His sister springs to life. She starts choking Monica. and so- It looks like curtains for Monica. Yeah. And suddenly the sister is shot in the chest again by Troy, who just appeared out of nowhere. Stay dead, dead bitch. <laughs> and the two of them leave the house. And Monica asks if he thinks that she's really dead. And, and he goes, like, yeah. And, she, and like, is she really dead? And he says, yeah. I sh-. And then he oh, no, goes, she, she just shoot him in the head. shoot her in the head he like says, she's a fucking zombie. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah. Obviously, and, you know. Which he didn't. She wasn't shot in the head because you looked at her. You were standing you, right there. If you saw someone get shot in the head, there'd be a fucking giant Boom. hole in their goddamn face. Well, entry uh, rooms aren't necessarily as big as exit rooms, but there'd be blood yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Would, yeah. Uh, and, which obviously, she's not shot in the face, and they head off to the car. Now, as they walk down the steps away from the house, uh, the camera zooms in on one of the large living room windows, and we see the sister walk up to the window and watches as the two leave. So she's been shot twice. twice. Center mass. I mean, these are both kind of probably kill yeah, shots. And she's totally fine. Yeah, walking around like nothing and happened. Yeah, she, does, she just walks up. She doesn't even hold her wound. She's not grimacing pain. She just not, walks not up. limping. Just stares out the window. And then she turns from the window and walks away. Roll credits. And, oh, God. It's... Oh. Hello. Hello. Uh, one thing I'll notice before we go on to favorite kills is that in the just this totally dates the movie for 2006, but in the credits under the special things, it says, thanks to our My Fa- MySpace friends, which I thought was like, <laughs> that's about date, dating a movie. Yeah. So, all right, we're moving on now to our favorite kill. There can be only one favorite kill. Uh, not, I don't know. There's, the kills pretty, suck. Yeah, they're the kills all suck. like off screen. 
All or, the kills. Yeah, people getting shot. Yeah, they were just bad. really shitty kills. Yeah, they really were. So none of them are good, really. Yeah, none of them. So if you had to pick one, what's your what's your goal? Uh, I'm going with Malik. Okay. Uh, when Malik got shot with the crossbow, at least that was kind of well done. You know, I mean, as far as like the editing, the editing in this movie fucking sucks. Oh, it's a fucking awful. It's, it's horrible, horrible editing. But at least they showed the the you know he turned around, he sees the killer, the ki- the killer shoots the crossbow, then it cuts right back to him real quick, and it shows the thing. So it's at least it worked. Yeah, and it's probably the most realistic death. Like Malik didn't ham it up. He no, died, like and it was a good shot. It was like right in the heart. Yep. So he's like, oh, oh fuck, I'm dead. You know. So I was. That was my favorite kill. Yeah. It's not gruesome. It's not gory. It's no, not, it's not. None of them are, but none at least them. that was the best, I thought. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, at first, I thought maybe Daphne, just because she was maybe the most brutal because she was repeatedly stabbed. But and I would have said Caprice the Chainsaw, but you don't, you don't see, see it. it. You don't see it. So, honestly, yeah, I'm going with Malik, too. Just it's, But they all suck in this week. They just all suck. It, it just, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing to say. I would like to – Stacy was probably one of my favorite characters, but her death was so quick and fast. It's like, stab, dead, move on. There was nothing to it. So, all right, there it is. Malik gets our favorite kill for this week. Uh, moving on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, ratings. IMDb, 3.7 out of 10. Um, it seems high. I, th- I thought so too. Um, there's no tomato meter score on Rotten Tomatoes, so it hasn't been critically judged. But this blew my mind. 45% audience score. That's way too high for me. Well, it is an urban horror movie, so perhaps uh, for the urban crowd, they might be favoring it a little bit. I guess. And then, pff, fucking Amazon. Aaron? 3.5? Almost 3.4 on Amazon. All right, all right. Um, plot keywords, there are actually none for this movie. Really? It's really. So what, what's uh, what, what, let's play the game. If you had to make, what would be your plot keyword? Cock and gun. Okay, shit. That was gonna be mine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Nigga, please. Okay. Uh, jeez, hamburgers. <laughs> and I'll go with one more. Um, African mask. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I agree. I would, my first one would be gun cocking. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Uh, you could probably throw in brawn panties in there because there are other ones we get a lot. Of, uh, tons of brawn panties. Yeah. Um, rain. Yeah, uh, yeah, Rain definitely. That was a big character in this movie. Yeah, stab, <laughs> yeah, crossbow. Uh, but yeah, a gun cock would have been my go-to. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, that was the you. You hammered at home. Yeah, you hated the gun cocking. Um, so trivia, no trivia. The only thing that blew my mind that this actually spawned a sequel yes. called Hollow Two. Yes, I saw so, that. Look forward to that coming up. <laughs> And uh, that's really it for the odds and ends this week. There is barely anything. Man. So we're moving on to the budget game. Oh, shit. Time for Aaron to blow his wad with the budget game. All right. So, Aaron, what is your guess on the budget of Hala? Hala. Okay. There's a lot of actors and actresses in this movie. There's like 10, 12, maybe more. Uh, so I'm going to go with 500000 You went over. to Budget for this movie, 
$200,000. Wow, it went over by 300000 Yep. Okay. So that is this week's budget. Blow off. Blow. Yeah, I blew it again. <laughs> <laughs> but but really, it's hard when you get into that, like, that small of money. You I know? know. It's it's tough to kind of get there. I understand. I'm yeah. not saying it's easy. I'm just, but yeah. Although there have been a couple times we've had it before where people have guessed right on the nose yeah. or like within like yeah. a million dollars. Yeah. So it has it has happened. <laughs> uh, moving on to five star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. Now there are only two that I could find for this movie. <laughs> and from Trina Carr. I gave this product the highest rating because I have been looking all over for this movie for over six months. I watched it with my daughters about five times already. Thank oh. you so much. Five stars. Poor kids. Exactly. That is what you call child and social services and get them kids out of that house. That is a bad mama. That Maybe that's punishment for these kids. I watch my kids because my kids are assholes and need to watch <laughs> this as punishment. <laughs> Um, moving on to Mr. Lover Man. <laughs> Mr. Lover Lover. Oh, yeah. Mr. Right. Mr. Lover Lover. Shaggy! Shaggy! Um, <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Finally saw this flick. I can see why some don't like it, but me and the fam laughed a lot and even had some cool scares. This is a very cool movie for the genre and budget. Highly recommended. Five stars. Mr. Lover Lover. Watch this with his family. And scares. What scares? There was like no scares in this movie. I'll tell you, there's one part where I jumped. One part. What's that? In the very beginning, when they have the urban dictionary definition of holla, <laughs> and then the very last one, it goes, pain. And it went, <laughs> oh, I kind of went, huh. Because I wasn't expecting it. So I was just, it was just, it was like, they jump scared me right at the beginning. And I was like, huh. And then I was like, ooh, maybe this will be okay. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right, so we'll go. Final words here, uh, Aaron. So bad, good. So bad. What's your final thoughts? All right, it's so bad, it's scary. I mean, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Do not waste your time. If you are looking for something urban and something different, watch Tales from the Hood. You know, I mean, that's a good urban horror movie. It, it's not great by any means, but it's a lot better. Um, you know, it. This is just ridiculous, and but in a weird way. Kind of want to see the sequel. I know <laughs> well, that sounds weird. You know what? Weird. That's funny you say that because not next week because it's Valentine's Day. I have something else planned for that. But the weekend after Valentine's Day, we're going to do Hollow 2. All right. <laughs> so tune in for Hollow 2. Woo. <laughs> Hollow 2. Uh, for me, uh, I agree. So bad it's scary. Um, for pretty much everything you said, I, it's just, I'm not going to rehash it anymore. I'm just going to fuck it. it. It's so bad it's scary. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like getting into it. I, Fuck I, know, it. I, I can't. I love that. Fuck it. It's so bad. It's scary. <laughs> I, no I explanation. Nope. You heard the podcast, people. You, heard you know it. it sucks. <laughs> so that's it for us for this week. Remember, follow us on Facebook. Uh, check out our website, horriblehorrorpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at so bad it's scary. Uh, we can find us on Podbean at horriblehorror.podbean.com. And subs- check us out. Subscribe to us. Like us. Rate us. All that good stuff on iTunes as well. 100% free. Because just like this movie, we are a public service announcement. Yes. Sir, basically, public service to people. Do not watch this movie. Yes. Uh, we suffer through this, so you don't have to. That's it for us. We will be out. See you later, Moon Goons. Holla, holla.